Okay, we're going. Valjean, at last, we see each other plain. Monsieur la mer, you wear a different chain. Before you say another <laughs> word, Javert, before you chain me up like a slave again, listen to me, there is something I must do. This woman leaves behind a suffering child. There is none but me who can intercede. In mercy's name, three days are all I need. Then I'll return, I pledge my word. Then I'll return. You must think me mad. I've hunted you across the years. Men like you can never change a man such as you. Believe like of me, me what you change. will. There Men is duty like you that I'm sworn change. to do. You know no. nothing of my Two, life. Four, six, oh All one. I did was steal some bread. My you know nothing to the of law. the world. You have no you right. Would Come with me to four, six, oh but not one. before now I see this justice done. I am warning you, Javert. I'm a stronger man by far. There is power in me yet. My race is not yet run. I am warning you, Javert. There is nothing I won't dare. If I have to kill you here, I'll do what must be done. We need a little more. That was fire. We need a little more. <laughs> that, was, that, that was absolute fire. The uh, the introduction to this episode of Vanderpod is brought to you by Quarantine Madness. Yeah, um, I we've been because of me um, watching, listening to a lot of Les Mis. Um, I I probably should have done both parts ideally. No, you, that was you kind of lo- you definitely like you know kind of lost the tune right there at the beginning. It's, it's tough, okay? Like I'm not a trained uh, opera singer. Like I am. Yeah. Well, um, and and not everyone has you know 20 years of practice. Yeah, I'm under not as their big <laughs> in Les Mis head as you are. Oh, I'm a I'm a Les Mis head. Okay, can I just put the marker down? Could next episode could we do Master of the House? And I'll I'll do the most of it, and then you can come in at the end and slag me off like the the master spouse. Uh, we'll see how it's this is received how about that <laughs> it will be overwhelmingly hailed it's a triumph well yeah uh hit us hit us in the comments hit us in the the dms with your uh your thoughts on whether that should ever happen again it will happen again you're <laughs> violating rule number one of having a podcast Catherine, which is ever soliciting advice comments or criticism from the pigs who listen. Well, and we know that, you know, with this podcast in particular, um, it will happen again. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, if we've absolutely. proven nothing, it's that, yeah, this is a thing that continues to happen at, at regular, at regular you can, intervals. You can set your watch by the release schedule of a Vanderpot. And well, here it is. Here it is. Here We're it back. is. We're back with a mega episode. We're coming back. We're live from the Quarantine Cube. Catherine and I have uh, been together in the same house for what is it, ten days now? Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's going you know for what? sure. I, it's I think it's been great. It's been good. I think we, you know, like we can be mildly annoying to each other, but I, I think we're maintaining very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we've also gotten, you know, me in particular, so bored that um, we're it's driven us to record another podcast. So, no, you well, the listeners benefit from our our quarantine. Now is the time to buy, buy, buy content as the stock market creators. Uh, buy, buy, buy toilet paper, folks. <laughs> if you don't have 100 rolls stocked up, uh, you're going to have no currency after the fall of the world. The stock market going down, down, down. Content, 
up, up, up. Honestly, that's true. It's just follow the curve of coronavirus as it explodes and ravages the country, then chart a similar graph of content. And quality of content. Quality of content. I, I have said before, I will say again, um, I do think uh, people talking about how this is the apocalypse, you know, I do it in jest, but I think, you know, people saying it seriously are uh, being overblown. But this has uh, let me know that when the end of the world does come, the content is going to be tremendous. Did you just say people taking the coronavirus pandemic seriously or perhaps overblowing the uh, danger of it? No, the people saying that this is the end of the world oh, is the overblown okay. part. Yeah, I, I think people... No, folks folks at home, uh, we are taking this very seriously. Also, I was kidding about the toilet paper. I don't want to spread misinformation. Yeah, we take our yeah, our job very seriously here, as you can tell by the release schedule. Will and I, podcast. Will and I, are actually doing the opposite of toilet paper holding. I gave away all of our bar- bulk toilet paper. Will doesn't know this yet, so um, w- we actually only have one roll left, and, and then things are going to get really wild. I just go in the shower, oh. just blast that skid right out. Oh, why would you, <laughs> okay. why would you do okay. that? Why? Why? It's, it's a bidet. That's what Europeans do. That's what Asia does. Seems like a waste of water. Oh come on! <laughs> you want you want you want you want mud butt going around everywhere now? Is That's that what not, you want? No, people are just listen, don't don't talk about mud butt. <laughs> okay. People maybe people are you know listening to this over their fake lunch hour as they're working from home. You know. Well, let's talk about something else, and that something else is Vanderpump Rules. We wow, have, it's so good to be back. We have we have a mega episode. We are covering episodes four, five, and six of this season of Vanderpump. Did we glean whether we're actually caught up now? I no, there's like I said, episode nine is where the actual TV show is. Oh at, God, we've been okay. watching every week. All right, but we're 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 catching ourselves up. This, this episode will cover the entire trip to Miami. This the, is this is the Vanderpod uh, mega episode, mega mega thread. Strap in. This episode will cover Jackson and Brittany's bachelor slash bachelorette party to Miami. I love and, I love a trip episode. And, uh, set or it's always two episodes, so I love a trip arc. And then right after the trip arc comes the always exciting Pride episodes. Wow, yeah, love love Pride at the Vanderpump properties. Yes, and uh, oh, what was I gonna say? This keeps happening. My brain is just getting softer well that's why i gotta keep recording as i as i stay indoors like i just lose thoughts it's definitely not because of you know drinking or something it's it's because of sensory deprivation indoors so this is well this is kind of like prevagen for the millennial brain yeah it's from from, you've been eating jellyfish as well yeah yeah um well Catherine, you i'm I'm, uh, importing them from wet markets in china i hope that's okay (laughs) (laughs) well you were about to learn Catherine. That the stone upon which the mind is sharpened is content. Yeah, it's podcasts. You think I don't know that? It's very. You saying women can't know that uh, about content? Well, I mean, they know about it. They're just not as good at it. That's that's incredibly. That's incredibly sexist. Oh, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Um, Formally, this is Vanderpod. I'm your host, Catherine Krieger. Now, uh, my my guest today is Will Will Meneker. Will Will Meneker. Hey guys. Um, yeah, you know, Will was kind of, you know, we, we lived together for those who don't know. And, you know, he was kind of the only guest that I could kind of scrape together in a tight situation. So yeah, Will's, Will's back. Um, but yeah, Vanderpod by Catherine. You ready to start episode four? Let's dive right in. Episode four. This is a return now of the most beloved recurring feature of Vanderpod. 
the royalty-free music segment sung by yours truly. <laughs> they just they just got so much music from That's, us. That movie that music's not royalty-free. Ha! <laughs> no one no one, no one snitched on us. Uh, uh, it's free. It's free. It's fair use. Okay. It's fair use. Fair use. Okay. The the first royalty-free music of this episode is "Ready or Not." Here I come. I can't hide no more. The days, uh, those days are due one over. I don't know. I think I mistranslated that, but that, that was the that was the first. It's song. okay. It's ba- you basically get the same amount out of it yeah. either way. And the uh, that that song takes us to the trip to Miami. The gang is packing up and ready to go to South Beach. And the- you just know when this gang is going on a trip. It's going to be totally conflict and drama free. It's just going to be smooth sailing. Uh, I think the first thing we see here is um, Kristen has finally moved into her new place, Sans Carter. Save for allegedly, one, save for one box of their sex toys with his name on it, and they had sex that morning. Yeah, before um, she got a. I thought it was really car. funny. We later, yeah, we later find out that this box, which uh, Kristen like very performatively is like. Ariana's over there and she's like, oh my God, oh no, there's like a box of Carter stuff and it says important on it. And then we later find out it's just like all their dildos and I was like... It's their bad dragon collection. What? <laughs> the listeners will fill you in. What? <laughs> Is that... Are, there, it's a line of dildos that are like supposed to look like very realistic penises of dragons, of mythical creatures. Why do you know about this? <laughs> Everybody knows about it. I guess I knew it existed. I just didn't know the brand name. Uh, and, you know, speaking of that, I would like to say a, a treat for our listeners. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by, what is it, Red Dragon? Bad Dragon. Yeah, Bad, <laughs> bad Dragon. Enter code Vanderpump. We're doing a live read now. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, you can choose whether you want to be dicked down by Smaug or the one from Sleeping Beauty. Is that real? <laughs> children's, <laughs> I, I children's, yeah. Sleeping Beauty is a children's movie. Or, or or the Game of Thrones, they have all three of them. Well, naturally, yeah, fucking nerds shouldn't be allowed to have sex. Um, okay, next royalty free music song. They do these ones are pretty quick, back to back after each other. Here we go, twenty four seven, three six five. We keep doing it all night. Party don't stop ever, ever, ever. That's a, you know, I, that one goes. What do you think that song's about? Like, what are they doing all night? It's about partying all night, and having fun. How do you think they achieve that? You know. Probably just just being with friends. Just pasta. Just being with pasta. Um, so so they, they okay. Here's the thing. So they I'm, get. I'm laughing in anticipation of the, of Will's note. Uh, so we're looking at each other's notes from the episode, which you know. Yeah. I'm, so Catherine doesn't steal my jokes, steal my material. <laughs> it's exactly the opposite of that. I made him start putting in initials because otherwise, you know, he's he's kind of captaining this ship just because as the leader of this podcast, I don't want to. Um, take notes, and so yeah, I was You're like, the please, admiral, please. I'm the captain. Okay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so they so they get off the airplane, and like uh, Sandoval immediately starts reminiscing about you know him and Jax. They met in Miami when they were both young party boys in Miami. And Jax, Jax then was known as uh, Jason Couchy. Yeah. Uh, I think Sandoval. We never find out if Sandoval. I, I assume that's his real name. Yeah. So uh, I I just love it because like they're like this is so cool and dope <laughs> to be here. And, you know, like, like Jack's, like, his life is ending, you know, because he's getting married, but, like, we're coming full circle. And, like, back lo- here to South Beach when, you know, we first started out as rough trade together. 
And like, luckily, um, you know, me, I'm not going to try the voice. My, my life will never end because like my girlfriend's so cool. She doesn't even want to get married. I'm like, I love that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend, like Ariana is like so chill and cool. Like not only is she not pressuring me to get married. She's, she's also, also not also, pressuring like, me to have sex. She's like also not pressuring me to have sex or like definitely the, what's the opposite. She's actually like said no to like ever having kids together with me even though i want to spend my life with her but like it's cool because it's like no pressure i think that's freaking epic i think that's fucking cool I um think- but yeah them them like getting a car in from the miami airport gave us the occasion they've shown these before but for the you know producers to slot in a couple of jacks's old modeling shots which are just like uh you know like Okay, so we can't even get out of the airport without uh, our first little confrontation, courtesy of Sandoval uh, fake apologizing to Stasi about the whole book party thing. No, they, they do it when they first get to the hotel, but it's like simmering no, on no, the no, car no. ride oh, over. Yeah, maybe it was in the lobby. It's in the lobby okay. of the hotel when they first get there, and you'll remember, uh, you know, uh, this beef. Uh, of course, last episode of Vanderpod uh, and Vanderpump Rules uh, ended with, uh, you know, this was I think six months ago. It uh, it ended. Not that anyone's counting. Yeah, it ended with a a, a big blow up between Stasi and Tom Sandoval over rage texts sent to Stasi because she was going through Tom Schwartz to book her book party at Tom Tom and did not he did not follow protocol and then Sandoval made a huge bitch fit in front of everyone at Stasi's party. Well, but Stasi also yelled at him at the party, but again, she's my queen and I think she was fully justified to do so. I th- I th- yeah, I know I think uh I think pretty much everyone is in agreement that uh Sandoval was in the wrong oh, in this yeah. in this altercation. Oh yeah, but we do get some of a little later Lisa um you know doing a little Sherlocking around. She did how, some de- yeah, some how this went work. down. So anyway, uh so Tom Sandoval pull Stasi aside when they first get to the hotel in Miami and it's just like listen Stasi I just I want to apologize if I offended you or anything and I just want to say like I'm sorry it went down like that and then immediately but walks, immediately walks he says, everything I'm sorry back. but he immediately walks it back and then says like but you know you need to realize that like you know you're not respecting uh Tom Tom protocol and you need to call me, and you know we do things a certain way. And then essentially, what pissed me off the most is that he throws Tom Schwartz under the bus entirely. Oh yeah, and just says, "Don't talk to that idiot to do anything." Uh, yeah, sure, we're equal partners, but like he's really just kind of a—he's a moron. Yeah, he he's, know anything. he's, he's yeah. the silly man. Yeah, you gotta know that you come to me. And as we said on the last episode, I actually found Schwartz to be quite competent for once in his handling of this book party. And they also have receipts in the last episode where they flash back to him reminding Sandoval like on a Monday or on the weekend, like, hey, by the way, Stassi's party is on Friday. Don't forget. Yeah. And then like I I think later, like when he talks to Lisa, he says something like, look, I was worried that we would have to bartend. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not your, that's not your job or anything. You're only the 1% owner. Even of this if you're place. the the owner and you're like a bartender, like if you're short staff, wouldn't you just jump behind the bar? If you're a 1% owner, like, you know, Lisa isn't a bartender. I don't expect her to jump behind the bar if there are staffing shortfalls. But like, come on, dude. Look, making killer, cool, funky cocktails is kind of your whole thing, dude. Well, and how bad would it be for the brand if the Toms were seen, you know, doing work at their namesake bar? <laughs> and uh, what, And I think Stasi says something about like, I, you know, I don't need this. Like, I don't need this bachelorette party. Or she's just like, I would have gone somewhere where they have good ranch at least. Like good ranch dressing. She's a big. She's a ranch bitch. She's a ranch bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which as a Midwesterner, I should relate to, but I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm a ketchup girl. Never been a ranch bitch. Um, and then of course, uh, uh, Sandoval, of course, 
wants to just come strong. He's like, you know, I know me and Jax haven't been on the best of terms lately, but this is his blaster party, and it's my duty as Tom Sandoval to make it cool and fun. Take it next level. Take it to the next freaking level and make it be totally fucking epic. Um, and the way, of course, Sandoval does anything in this regard is costumes, costumes, costumes. Yep, yep. And Gotta have flamboyant outfits to go out. And he says here, uh, the first night is Miami Rat Pack themed. Which is, is, it's that, just like, is not a thing. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess. Is it a thing? Miami Rat Pack. Well, I like mean, the like, Rat Pack was not particularly associated with they're, Miami. They were associated with Vegas. Yeah. That was really more their thing, you know. But I guess, And they weren't even dressing in like tuxes. They or should anything. have said like it's Miami Vice themed. Yeah. And it's basically, I think Sandoval's idea of Miami Rat Pack is just wearing Sammy Davis Jr.'s mustache. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Um, and also just, you know, like wearing the insane suits that he wears all the time. Yeah. So, uh, basically, I, I just can't, I can't wait for these bitches to get sloppy. And they start, of course, by going, the boys. Because, because you're a sexist. The boys, I mean, I'm saying bitches, I mean like everyone, this whole group of bitches. Yeah, they are. Women, they're yeah, all, bitch, they're, bitch is, I use that as a gender neutral term. Um, and I, okay, so then first the, the the boys go to the script club, of course, and then we saw a moment. Yeah, boy, boys are gonna be boys. All right, dudes, boy, dudes are gonna be rocking. The boys are going to the script club, <laughs> except there is one boy in particular who's not on board. He's not. He's not rocking with the other dudes. I'm Dude, I'm sighing I'm, dreamily. I'm talking, of course, about uh, Beta Bo. Who, no, who for, beautiful bow, good boy bow. <laughs> he plays up for the cameras, folks. He's lying. He no, says, he looks genuinely uncomfortable. He doesn't want tiggles in his face. He just says, he bows like, look, I've always been uncomfortable at strip clubs. And he's like, Will, like, don't approach me. I'm, I'm, I'm dating someone. I'm dating. Will, Except Will's... he keeps calling her Satan, though. Oh, yeah, he keeps saying, like, he keeps telling, you know, the, the nice dancers, like, yeah, you don't want to approach me. I'm, I'm, um, I'm dating Satan. Which didn't sit great with me, um, but I guess, you know, Stassi calls herself that, but still. Um, seems like maybe when she watches this, she'll have something to say about uh, it. Here's how uncomfortable Bo is at the script club. Uh, rather than look at asses and titties, <laughs> he decides to be like, I'm going to just have a little a little powwow with Sandoval about disrespecting my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Just, I just want to get away from all the asses and titties. I don't like looking well, at them. Well, but also it's, you know, it's the beginning of the weekend and, you know, he just wants to clear the air around this. He's defending his girlfriend's honor and I think that's great. It doesn't matter the venue. I, you know, I was kidding about it, but but Bo is in the right here. Yes, and when he talks to Sandoval, and about comes it, off as completely reasonable. If he comes off, about, like when he when he talks to Sandoval about it, he get, he gets to the heart of the matter, where he's like, "Look, Stasi did all this through Schwartz, right? <laughs> Stasi went through what went through Schwartz, and he's like." You and he's like, well, Schwartz doesn't know anything. And he's like, look, you guys are supposed to be equal partners, so you can't pretend like you know. Well, and he he also rightfully points out, like, uh, okay, if you're if the issue is Schwartz, take it up with fucking Schwartz. Don't take it out on my girlfriend. Like from the beginning, this exactly. whole this whole thing has seemed like they are, and we know this already. They are terrified of conflict with each other. So Sandoval is willing to uh, bitch anyone out before coming to Schwartz and be like, hey, man, like, let's do things differently next time. And, you know, uh, Sandoval's whole line here is like, she was yelling at me in front of my customers, the customers, the fucking customers, which is like, OK, I'm also a business owner. I'm also an entrepreneur. 
Fuck the customers. That is rule number one. Customers always wrong. That is rule number one of any small business. Fuck the customers. They're pigs. Well, small businesses also say fuck the employees. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if I had employees, I would fuck them too. Mm. I meant like in a metaphorical sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mister Script Club over here. <laughs> um, meanwhile. Over on the girls' side of the trip, I think they also go to a strip club, or they go to they just go to a club club. They they go to a club club the first night. They go to like a go go club, like either the second or the third night. I mean, they go to a club. It's honestly hard to keep straight. But it's Miami Beach, so there are still asses and titties everywhere. (laughs) And or they go to dinner first, I think. But anyway, point being, it doesn't matter where they are because Ariana is being ostracized by everyone. And quite frankly, she deserves it. It's good. So we love to see it. Honestly, I got to say, my allegiance, not that I ever had much allegiance for Ariana and Tom Sandoval, but they are my least favorite so far this season. With, you know, pre-Pride episode of the of the main bunch. Yeah. Of, you know, people I used to be. I, I have a lot of caveats here, I guess. Um, people it's not, people it's not, you used to be cool with. Yeah, it's not like my estimation of Sheena or Kristen has risen. <laughs> yeah. It's just that my estimation of Tom and Ariana have fallen. Uh, and they're all mad at Ariana because there was like this weird. She just talking shit of, about Stasi's. Well, there book was this weird game of telephone at the airport. Like they were in some Barbara's books or something. Yeah. And uh, uh, Ariana was like, "Oh, I was I was in there for forty five minutes, and I didn't see Stasi's book, Next Level Basic, a uh, New York Times bestseller." And uh, someone filmed, you know, like for Instagram, like an Instagram story, Stasi finding her book. And like putting it, you know, over hillbilly allergy, 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 <laughs> allergy, <laughs> yes. like in the front of the store. And like Ariana was like, yeah, I was in there for 45 minutes and I didn't see it. So she was floating this conspiracy theory that Stasi planted it. She did plant it, though. No, but like brought like the the bookstore didn't carry the book. Oh, right, and right. Stassi yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. had okay, one yeah, on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and well, you know, know what? If she did, that's just good. That's that's business mindset. Yes, but there was that's video of her mindset. apparently not doing that. And of course, Ariana, this is her fucking brand, has the nerve to be going around being like, "Yeah, I didn't see it." Um, yeah, and no, of course, she's just like Ariana's just so she's just so sour. Yes, she's, she's just a little sour. She's very about bitter, everything. and I'm sorry, she is always doing shit behind the scenes, behind people's backs, which uh, you know. With this group it, that I'm calling it out really, uh, you know, says something. So then we get to, you know what had to happen. Brittany has a bachelorette party meltdown because while they're at the club getting VIP service, oh they've, of course, God. arranged to have some big, like, you know, uh, presentation or some big joke. And about I'm sure paid quite handily for, for the experience. You know, bringing over the sparklers and the bottles and then big signs about, like, Jackson and Brittany getting married. And then there's, like, a joke, like, Brittany, don't do it. Ha ha. Like, you yeah. Know, which is a staple theme of, like, every single it's Bachelor. It's clearly bachelor, so yeah. boilerplate. Like, that's what they do for every fucking Bachelor or Bachelorette party. And Brittany, of course, when she initially sees it, is like, oh, my God. That's so cute and funny. That's my name. That's my <laughs> name. <laughs> oh my god, there's my name that big anywhere. Uh, but then Kristen, oh, the, the other, I the, loathe her. The other little like you know, Nat. just yeah, like her black adder and the you know fruit tree or whatever. Uh, just just sort of like worms are in and just starts being like, oh my god, that is so offensive. 
that is so offensive. Literally hissing, I, I hissing in, uh, in Britney's yeah, ear exactly. about like. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that were me, I'd be so, so humiliated giving, and angrier. Br- giving Britney the idea to take offense to it. And so uh, would, wouldn't you know it? She decides that it's actually bad. I think it's like Britney's like a kid when they like, if they fall down and skin their knees, like they don't react until the adults around them are like, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, and then and they then start like, crying. Yeah. 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 So then like there's a long scene of them at, at dinner we're like Kristen just won't fucking let it drop, and everyone's just like, "Okay, all right, you're shut, I mean, you're shut the fuck up. You're clearly making Britney more upset." And she's like, "Okay, I know. Can we stop talking about it?" Way to beat. It's just I really think you guys are ignoring everything about the way Britney feels right now. Yeah, and the way she's feeling is really fucking bad and miserable well, and angry. And it, we start off. It's you know, oh, the editors are really wilding out this season. We start out with them all drunk in like some little holding room, like back at the hotel. And Brittany's already crying, and she's saying, like, I just want everyone to respect my feelings. And uh, then they kind of, like, go back to set up uh, how we got to that point. And wouldn't you know it, once we get to that point, uh, Kristen is bored of the drama she's created and is hissing in other people's ears, basically like, why are we still talking about this? Like, this shit's boring. Let's talk about something else. Kristen is just such a demon. Yeah. She's just an absolute I'm sorry. She has, like, I really... Don't listen to this, Kristen, but like not she's yeah, not redeemable. Uh I just have a, a note here that like uh Lala in one of the like the the interviews like reads some like nasty comment about her where it's just like, Hey Lala, like you do think you like, you know, you're cool and rich because you're, you're, you're sucking dick for, you know, money or whatever. And like, she's like, Hell yeah. You're a hoe and she was like, you know, she says the classic Lala line is like, When I read stuff like this, it's just some bitch mad that she's sucking dick and getting nothing. <laughs> no, she no, she said like getting a ninety nine Honda yeah, Accord yeah, or exactly. something. Instead of a, which was very funny. Uh, you know, it's like the cl- the classic uh, Gucci Gucci main line, like, girl, if you're sucking a millionaire's dick, you're doing good. There you go. Uh, also, I thought that was very funny because it was like kind of like the what is it? Is it Fallon like the mean tweets thing, as like a comment on because Britney. Loki was actually mad about and she says I'm not going to remember the line but she says something to the effect of like you know it just like that sign kind of like fed into all these people these anon- like pe- these people I don't know she says who are like always uh, you know in her menchies on social media being like you know Jax is scum and like don't do it and so you know clearly she reads the menchies Hence, Lala being like, yeah, I get this shit all the time and you don't see me crying. Yes, that was the setup. Yeah. And okay, so then we go to a a commercial break. Uh, Next bit of royalty-free music. Wake up, feel fine. It's going to be a good, good time. There you go. Yep. Just a little Good bit of that. Times a little ahead. bit of that for you. Uh, the party like will never end. Late night at the hotel. Uh, the girls are commiserating. You know, they've, they've stopped their, their, you know, their. Uh, what's what the you, word i'm looking for here uh chirping i'll i'll, I'll, sk- I'll, I'll just skip that <laughs> um then jack shows up to the room with some old pizza for them jack's late night extremely energized just his focused eyes, on the point his eyes are like saucers man <laughs> just like a laser a lot of so we say uh energy in him and then we get jack's talking about to to the, to the room full of girls and his fiance is he just goes yeah, I, like I just couldn't get into the strip club, you know. Like I just, I'm, I'm not really into it. Or like like I, I, d- I didn't want to laugh. I didn't like dance. anyone. I didn't get a lap dance. I'm just like, I'm just not good at strip clubs. And again, the producer, the, the receipts, editors, we love the them. Edits, yeah, or just him with yeah. him with titties in his uh, face, which you know, again, like fine. Uh, you know, I've been to the strip club. We like the strip club, but like, you know, just why would you lie? 
Um, particularly because Brittany had said, and you know, I don't know that this would have actually been true in practice, but says like, yeah, like I don't mind if he goes to the script club, but like he never can again <laughs> yeah, yeah. in advance of this trip. I have another quote here from Jax that is, that is brilliant. Uh, classic Jax. He goes, look, I've done a lot of fucked up shit, but I own it. And it's like, that's the best, like, just like, justification. Oh, my God. Yeah, just like, yeah, I would have loved a clip reel about that, but it would have taken the rest of the episode. Uh, all the shit. Like, he never owns anything until he's painted himself into a corner and all of his closest friends are like, uh, hey, man, we've got you dead to rights, you know, doing something like cheating on your girlfriend. What say you? And then still like, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> like, they could have him on video fucking a girl and he would be like... Oh, that's a deep fake. <laughs> he probably doesn't know what a deep fake is, but yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like uh, Jelaine Maxwell is going to show up at Jackson Brittany's wedding. You know what I mean? That would be so <laughs> funny. We we need to like scan the Getty images now. Let's get a let's oh, get yeah, a true yeah. anon crossover episode. Oh my god, yes. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, you do that. Um, okay, then now the second thread of drama that's brewing um, among the hens this episode is. The girls are just so fucking sick of Kristen's bullshit about Carter. And, and I am too. And being broken up with him. And she's like leaving the restaurant to take calls from him, give him the code to her new property to so go, he like, can he get go the there sex anytime. Box. So he can get the. Uh, oh, no. He's, he's, he, can, he can get the bad dragons. No, he's got to get photography equipment. Yeah, that's part of the sex stuff. Mm. And it's just like, you know, Kristen, why can't you be single? Why can't you ever be single? And like that to me is not r the real question. It's why can't you stand to be alone with your own thoughts for 10 seconds? And then when you hear her speak, you it's, made, and then it's, it's very clear to you. Yeah, it's because her brain is empty and there's <laughs> nothing more painful than, uh, you know, that negative space grinding against her skull. Con confronting, you know, the, the meaninglessness of life. Oh, uh, we also find out that in their in their Miami party boy days, Jackson Tom Sandoval used to share a twin bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Uh, wow. So uh, the next day, Tom Sandoval is doing his best, like, you know, uh, like sort of party concierge thing. And he's rented what he calls a yacht for everyone to be it's on. It's a big boat. It's a big boat. But it's like, you know, and Jax is thoroughly unimpressed. He's like, to his face, he's like, yeah, this is awesome, man. And then in like the one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews, he's like, it's not a yacht. It's a party boat. It's a booze cruise like I went on in high school. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot that part. But yeah, what a dick. And uh, also there's a really funny scene where they're on the, the booze cruise with Jackson, his sister. And Jackson's doing another one of his like, I'm summing it all up, man, things. And he's like, done a lot of bad things to a lot of the people here. But they're all still here. That says something. Yeah, it says that they're all um, incredibly shallow <laughs> and forgive much too easily, if you ask me. Uh, no, I'm like, that's just Jax at his most Kenny Powers, where he's just like, the fact that I've repeatedly fucked over literally every single person here at one point or another over the you know, over the run of this show, and they're all still here at my bachelor party, it says something. And what it says is that I'm a special good person, ultimately. I mean, yeah, it, it no lets, matter what I do. He gets to let himself yeah. off the hook because, you know, now he's good and therefore, like, you know, it was all, he's one of those, like, it's about the journey people. Like, you know, if it all led me here, then it was all good. Uh, uh, and also, oh, Will was bemused by this, but like la lady listeners, um, you know, assigned female at birth listeners, anyone female identifying listeners will uh, love, <laughs> will love uh, that 
they were all wearing matching suits and like had matching homemade sunglasses. Bathing suits, bathing suits. Yeah, bathing suits for the yacht. And Will was like, "How do you even get this stuff made?" And I was like, "Oh, honey, there is a it's a cottage industry." And uh, yeah, no, so yeah, yeah, Brittany's like, "All the girls upstairs, I want to get a picture for the for the gram. I, I want, I, I, I want to post it first. You I, dumb hoes." <laughs> she, she's like, "I want to post it first because I want to get all the likes and comments." And I was like, "You know what, Brittany? Same. Same. I I also love to I get love likes and comments. Getting likes and comments yeah. on my photos, so important. on my posts. Uh, r- r- rate the podcast on uh, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. subscribe, <laughs> review." Um, yeah. So yeah, I think like this pretty much uh, takes us to the end of this episode where it's like a uh, Stasi. Finally calls out Kristen where she's just like, Kristen says something like, yeah, look, it's hard for me. Like, listen, like, why are you being so mean to me? Oh, like, this was the episode she was with just the like, contentious dinner. She was like, I'm messy or whatever. And Stasi just says, you're too old to be messy. I mean, all of them are. Yeah, and that's just kind of summing it up. But overwhelmingly, though, I will say we're going to get to the second Miami episode. They're getting too old because as far as the vacation episodes goes... The fights on these two episodes were just not up to par no, for me. No, no. They were kind of boring. Also, all I it wanted... It was not messy enough. All I wanted was for some boy to act up in the strip club and, like, get in trouble with his girl. Like, these these people, you know, several seasons ago, that was a given. You know, uh, I want to Sh- see Schwartz might have, neb- you know, there might have been rumors of that a makeout that he gave a girl a peck. On Remember the when they went on vacation? He just disappeared and was found on like the resort next door and had was driven back in like a golf cart. Oh, my God. I forgot. all yeah, about that. that was awesome. Normal. That was awesome. And then, of course, the highlight of in the entire series, in my opinion, <laughs> in drag. It's like he's an abused woman. Yep, <laughs> and, yep. just, and it's just him looking Totally confused, sitting on the toilet in, the in worst drag, drag, just like just mouth like, open, like melted drag. Also, like all their makeup is running, and like we, we in the next episode we get like a little bit of a not in drag but a costume confrontation. But simply like the, it's not up to snuff. The drag one was instantly iconic. So let's go to let's go to episode five now, and which begins with another brilliant costume idea from Tom <laughs> Sandoval, where basically. All the boys are going to go to the strip club again, As ba- but they're going to do Bad Grandpa. They're yeah. dressing up like Johnny Knoxville's Bad Grandpa, where they get like Hollywood-level prosthetic old age makeup it's and like, like latex. La- it's like latex masks and, and, and hair. Stuff. Like there's like really like with the liver spots and like everything. Yeah, like, it was very really, intense. Really done up, like you know, so that to make Schwartz, Sandoval. Bo and Jax look like they're in their 80s. And they even have like a little fake oxygen tank. Oh, yeah. For Someone Jax. has a walker. Someone has a walker. And then for some reason, as part of being old, like Schwartz and Sandoval just start doing accents. <laughs> well, they all kind of do accents. Well, like, well yeah, but Bo, Bo is doing Bo's doing like an old Jewish retiree. Like, where, where's, where's, where's my sandals? Yeah. You know, uh, but like, Schwartz just Schwartz decides like, to be I, Indian. My name is Nico from Greece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's Greek. Um, also, he's doing low-key brown face. <laughs> they made him a uh, little tanner. So uh, then back in, um, so yeah, they're go- they're, they have this whole scheme where like the girls are going to the burlesque strip, go-go, Miami. And like, wow, we're going to freaking prank them. we're going to crash it as old men. And, and be like, like, isn't this such a good bit? And just be like, oh, hey, can I get a little rubber tug? Yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Back in uh, Los Angeles, though, West Hollywood, uh, Lisa is getting the Hollywood Legacy Award for her LGBTQ advocacy for keeping uh, her dog Giggity alive, <laughs> and, and good on her for that. I just, uh, I, I just like had a note here of like uh, when they're back in Miami that um, I just have a note here that just says clubs are so wag, lol. 
And it's just like, it, 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 they're such shit. Why does anyone do this? Yeah, it's so fucking I mean, really, stupid. really from like a third party perspective, you know, like if you're not there, like if you're there and spending like $200 on a bottle of, you know, Svedka, you have to convince yourself that it's like good and fun. But like watching, um, you know, mostly sober, watching other people at a club, you're like, damn, this seems fucking miserable. Rule number one. Don't go to the club unless you're getting paid to go to the club. Yeah, like I usually am. I mean, like I, I do club appearances, obviously. That's by the way, that's fifty grand if you're interested in having Chapo show up at a, a club or an event. You you know, you, just, you can get me for just twenty five. So it's it's a steal. And honestly. we do, we do a package deal. Yeah, we do a package deal. That's four, it's that, only seventy. That's, then. Yeah, seventy five. Mm-hmm. Well, se- well, open a negotiation depending on the P- event. Plus expenses. Well, plus travel, mm-hmm. lodging, things of mm-hmm. that nature. But yeah, please, please visit us up if you'd like Catherine and I to make a club appearance. Uh, one of my favorite bits to do with will and you know it's just a very tired bit because i do it all the time is we'll like we'll like wake up hungover on a saturday morning and i'll be like all right are you ready to uh i, ma- I made reservations I, I reserved a booth at one oak tonight like are you going to be ready to go and like the first hundred times i did it you were like no what oh because you would never go to a club unless uh, you were paid, of course. But no, but uh, but now that the two hundredth time, I just go. I love you so much. We actually That's are. So, we actually it's so Monday fun. night. We actually are going to the club tonight, though. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, put on your dancing shoes, honey. Here's what I noticed, though. Uh, when they go to the second strip club, <sighs> and they are in full prosthetic makeup and technically in character. Listen to his tone. It, I just know what he's gonna <laughs> say. He's cu- he's coming for my boy. It just it seemed Bo was a lot more comfortable slapping asses and throwing money at a uh, pussy at a at a strip club. Uh, first of all, he's not throwing money at pussy. He's throwing, he's tipping um, sex work professionals. So, I'm just saying he was a lot more comfortable doing that than he was when he was you know in his regular Bo. I just dis- I dispute that he was like fully engaging in the old man guard. Let's go to the videotape. Playback this because episode. as we see in the episode, like when the guys roll in, it makes it like the girls immediately spot them like this. It doesn't fool them at all. They're like, oh, my God, there they are. Uh, so I don't think Bo, all we know of sweet Bo uh, would be slapping asses knowing Saucy's watching. It's just not him. It's just not my man. Well, he was slapping asses when he knew when he thought Saucy didn't wasn't aware that he was, you know, bad grandpa. Mm. I just like I I kind of forget what the rest happened to this. Like they have some other dumb confrontation while they're both shit faced drunk. I, do, you, do you remember what that was? No. Uh, also, Tom Schwartz. Oh, they all wore, or at least the Toms did. Um, they wore tidy whities and Tom Schwartz. You know, I guess like the club kind of. You can tell the club is kind of aware that this is a bit. But then they're just in the booth and Tom Schwartz is like pulling his pants down to his tidy whities to like dance on Katie. And I'm like, oh, it's not it's really not that kind of club. Um, uh, so let's let's switch back to Los Angeles. Oh, oh, sorry. I remember the fight. Uh, what was it? Uh, basically, once they get back, um, they are. Oh, right. Tom and Tom. They're, yeah, have, they're yeah. in they're in prosthetics and they've got Ariana there and then they actually do hash it out. They about got Ariana like, and Katie and they're both in bad grandpa, full bad grandpa yep. mode. And then they and finally hash drunk. it out about about uh, like I love pro- you, man. And like protocol. We're, we're business partners and basically just like, you know, next time, just like, let me know. And, you know, basically agreeing like 
I still love you. Neither of us actually are in the wrong, but like we forgive each other. No, like Sandoval was like, "Listen, I love you, man. I love everything you do, but like you've got to understand, like you're you're just like you don't know anything, <laughs> and are like really kind of like second. You're fit. like a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're like 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 you don't know anything. And, and like, I'm the entrepreneur. And like I'm your boss. And I don't know if it was at this part or I think it was earlier in the episode after the fake apost- uh, apology with Stasi, but Schwartz, uh, you know, with. Uh, Un, uh, a non-untypical self-awareness observes that Sandoval is like extremely gifted at the I'm sorry but yeah. and then they play back like oh my god he's done that so many times basically he's first of all he's always belligerent so he's always like listen I'm sorry but uh, you know I, I'm sorry you got offended but uh, you were really like up in my grill or something uh, no what, what Sandoval says to Schwartz is you have a different skill set than I do oh, my skill set is like using the uh, the computer system at the bar making drinks scheduling staff your skill set is sort of like smiling pleasantly <laughs> and like showing lending, up. Lending yeah. your name to the establishment. <laughs> yeah, lending the same first name that oh, I have. The other thing I love um, is that... He was talking down to Schwartz and I did not like it. Yeah, but I it's, did not it's like still, it. it still totally ends up fine. What I loved though is that, and this was just kind of a throwaway line, but like the makeup ladies who, you know, got them all in the latex, I, 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 don't, I have no idea how much this fucking costs, you know, probably by Bravo, but uh, they're like, okay, yeah, when you guys get back, you know, like, you can wake us up at 5 a.m. Like, basically, when you get back, wake us up because we need to take that shit off. And then, of course, they They snap, go to sleep in they it. They snap to the next morning and they're all waking up in it, which is awful. And then the, the makeup ladies finally come back in to remove it. And Jax is, like, stabbing a butter knife at his yes, face. Yes, he's like, he's trying to like dig to, under. To like try the, and chisel it off. And the makeup women, again, I don't know anything about this, but they very clearly said, we need to take this off. Like, Jax is like, kept going, he's like, I can't open my eyes. I can't open my eyes. Like, no shit, because you slept, not just in makeup, but like in prosthetic like latex. Your skin probably was like yeah. deprived of oxygen, yeah, exactly. you like, fucking could, idiots. Could, like like Goldfinger. You yeah, could probably really, die because of that. Really. So like he's like and then there's an intensely disturbing scene of Jack peeling his skin off with a <laughs> butter knife and pulling his face off. That's I think one of the more disturbing images ever captured on this show, outside of any of Lisa's uh, decrepit dogs. <laughs> it's it's like uh, the Patrick Bateman, except yeah, flesh yeah, tones. Yeah, oh it was I'm not really there. It was it was dark. Yeah. Um Let's see, I have another song here. This one goes, This is the life we live, the love we give. It will carry us through the night. Just imagine some beats spotting that. Yeah, those are uh, those are good. Uh, speaking of beats, yeah. episode six. Well, no, like the, the, are we on the, episode no, six? No, no, the, the groundwork is laid in this episode. We're back in L.A. Max lets it slip to Lisa. They're like, hey, so Pride's coming up at Tom Tom's gonna be a big one. And uh also we're thinking of having DJ James Kennedy. Yeah, uh, he's do totally a just trying to slip it in there, like, uh, Lisa, oh yeah, by the way. And he's just like, Oh, really? And then there's a like there's a subplot that will come to fruition next episode of back in LA where like that sort of very much a B and C plot. Uh New Girl Dana is uh you know, uh, Sheena is of course continuing to be a lunatic and uh, you know just like she's like I just don't vibe with her you know the vibes are off the vibes, the vibes are, are fucked and Dana says to Lisa like look you know like it, it, it's been a little rough at sir and I feel don't feel totally welcomed and it's she's, she's not even complaining yeah. she's just saying what's Lisa objectively her, true like, it's basically yeah. like I'm feeling unwelcome 
And, and Sheena, Lisa, Lisa's like, why? And she's like, uh, yeah, Sheena's made it kind of hard on me. And then there's that other, the other new person, the new manager at Sir, Danica. Yes. Also takes Dana aside to give her a, of course, totally, woman, woman totally to woman. in good faith, woman to woman, yeah, heart to heart she's chat. She's definitely not working an angle there. warning her about Max, you know, and like th- this was... So gross to me because so it was just transparent. Because like, it was just like, oh yeah, like oh, what we're good friends now. You just have to like you know warn me well, about. Well, because this. they also like, like flash back to you know her totally ignoring uh, Dana. These these I get these names confused, but I have it right. Dana my, and Danica. I know. Um, and t- Danica, treating her like shit earlier. And she says, oh, like so, like I'm just giving you some friendly advice. And it's like Dana. I think she keeps saying woman to woman. And I think Dana correctly. She doesn't say it, but over like, oh, we're friends now. Well, she's also like, yeah, fuck you. And the advice she's giving her is just like tittle-tattle and gossip about how Max uh, w- was led on another uh, waitress at Sir and then like hooked up with her friend or whatever. Oh, like hooked up with the friend, this unnamed friend on the friend's like 30th birthday or something. Uh, you know, very, very spurious. And later on in the episode, uh, Danica checks back in with Dana, basically being like, well, so did you did you talk to Max about that? And uh, Dana, you know, I, I got to respect her a little. You know, she's clearly like w- the smartest of the newbies, even if she's unfunny. Um, well, she's, you know, a lot funnier than uh, a lot of the people. Yeah, I know. Show. But she checks back in and yeah, Dana's like, oh, yeah, we talked about it. Like, we're totally good. Don't worry about it. And you like Danica's disappointment that th- this didn't cause them to break up is tangible. So it's like, you know, what more do you need to know? And then like Dana does... I guess they really confront Max about this, but brings it up about like, you know, Danica told me this. And of course, Max like denies everything and says, they're just servers at Sir. I'm the manager at Tom Tom. And, you know, the Max and Dana plot line, I think I've heard rumors about where it's going, but I'm just saying as of now, it's going to have to get a lot messier for me to really care about either of them. Well, so I told you when we were watching again, we're very behind. I'm not making any apologies, but we're very behind. Uh, I know that there's a scene coming up where uh, obviously Max is going to continue to be a fuckboy, even though the scenes say that they're about to agree to be exclusive. But uh, there's a scene where Dana confronts Max like at her apartment, I think, and he just like lets him lie. And then is like, oh, interesting. And then like pulls up like receipt text messages. Well, okay, well, good. Which, which I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, again, okay, this mad is where it's respect. Going. This I, is, I don't know what that's about yet, if but this is where it's going. Me. Then it's like right now, it's a little, little, little low. It's on a slow simmer. Because they're both I just, pretty boring to me, and yeah. uh, like my only feeling about it is like good that they're fucking over Sheena, because like she's being so annoying. Well, about what you it. said about Max, remember, he's just like uh, totally, he is just not hot enough to get away with any of this shit. He's also not hot enough to be getting the amount of pussy he's getting allegedly. Yeah. Like they claim like yeah, he's fucked everyone and I'm like, "How?" Like he just he's like average to okay looking to me. So, back to Miami. Here's here's another another thing I I really liked. And I think it's like the Stasi, Katie, and Kristen thing, where like Stasi and Katie have like turned on Kristen or they're pissed at her, and what they say is like, you know, it used to be just us talking shit about other people, the witches of WeHo, and like, you know, we're just drinking wine out of a purse. And <laughs> the name of their uh, yeah. wine brand, incidentally, we're drinking wine out of a bag, we're being drunk bitches, and we're just talking shit about everyone else, and like, but now. It's us talking shit about one of our own rather than the other way around, which I think is a very good lesson. Because if you are a part of a group of friends that just constantly hates on other people and talks shit about other people and loves bringing other people down when you're together, then guess what? 
when you're not when you're not around, guess who they're talking shit about? And that would work for anyone in that friend that's absent at the point. So well, I'm yeah, just that, saying is that like, is that is if nothing else, the motivation that drives this entire show forward, right? Yeah. Is like everyone is everyone is varying degrees of very good friends and uh they're always still talking shit about each other. Um I have another note here that uh, basically uh, this whole bachelor bachelorette party is like three nights of partying. And I just said, like, I admire people my age being able to do that three nights in a row. Yeah, you can't even do it. I could do two nights in a row, like pushing it. You can't do it two nights in a row. Mm, well, De- it depends. Yeah. Depends on a variety of factors. Uh, also, I, I clocked for the first time. You know, what I love about, uh, you know, as every season wears on, like I basically clock more of uh, what each individual person is doing in the intro, like when it's all slowed down. You know, it's 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 sung by a woman who it's sung by a woman who's getting a DUI. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. And then I also clock more of the very crowded, like ever more crowded as the seasons wear on staff photo. And so this was the first time I clocked what Sandoval is doing in the intro. He's just like, he's, he's not doing anything drink related. He's swinging like a old timey pocket he's, watch. He's twirling a pocket watch and oh chain. Oh my God. Which I think, you get, know, get over you yourself. Know, it fits very well with the steampunk theme. It is, it is branding. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the last thing I have here is uh, just like uh, Lisa is being increasingly thirsty for her personal trainer slash new guy, Brett. And like in front of Ken, like he's like coming to serve them, and she, he's like Lisa's like, "Oh, you coming by tomorrow to, oh. to you know but push my walls," <laughs> and then blow, like and, <laughs> to blow up my back walls. And then Brett is like talking about like, "Oh, like hey, like Ken, like you know you want to want to have the gun he's, show." He's wanna... trying to mix it up yeah, with Ken, and yeah. Ken's just like, "No." He's like, "Listen, listen, you cunt! <laughs> I love the fucking craze. Give you a Chelsea smile." Are you about to say something about Jimmy Savile? Jimmy, I just in my mi- in my mind palace, Ken was friends <laughs> with both Jimmy Savile and the Cray Twins, and also in my mind palace, Lisa was first close social friends with uh, Ed Buck as well. <laughs> yeah, I was really wondering. This is, of course, the the Pride episode. No, is, uh, just one last note before they leave Miami. All right, we're getting into that. Basically, Kristen and Stasi do squash the beef. Tom and Tom squash the beef, and you know the at the end, it, you know. Stasi and Tom don't really squash their beef, or they kind of do. Well, the Tom squash the beef. Kristen and Stasi squash the beef. Where Stasi's like, "I'm only hard on you because I care about you, and I hate seeing you upset." And it's you know what, chicks rock too, but not, but still not. Kristen. Okay, just, just, still, just no, just Kristen. stop, just stop with what, just say, just say it again, and and on that, chicks rock. Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> episode six, the Pride episode. It's Pride. It's Pride again. That that tent pole events uh for the vanderpump properties which are in extremely uh gay friendly west hollywood its own city um this episode begins with uh schwartz needs help doing laundry he's like smelling every piece of clothing oh that he my brought God. back from miami he's, uh, he's smelling every piece dude if you wore it in miami and like you were sweating you don't need to just wash it all uh, and then Sandoval comes over with another cool costume. <laughs> it's a custom-made costume that they can both wear to Pride. Sandoval loves nothing more than a flamboyant costume. And what occasion calls for peak flamboyance other than Pride? So, yeah, he's he's pulling out all the stops as usual. Um, then it's sort of the, uh, 
the the girls gather at uh, at Villa Villa Blanc Villa Rosa, Lisa and Ken's Casa uh, Casa Lisa. And yeah, Ken. like it's their zoo slash um, <laughs> mansion in the Beverly Hill. I uh, know in the Hollywood Hills, uh, and we get the return of the computer program known as Raquel. Yeah, it doesn't appear to have been updated <laughs> no. since last season. No, it's still it's still glitching all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's there yeah. have there have been no the, patches no, deployed. <laughs> yeah, no patch for the Repel, Raquel program. They show up to um of course make uh, signs for the Pride Parade in a scene that is definitely not staged by producers. This is just a normal thing. Here, but now we get to one of my favorite scenes so far on this season of the show. Wonderful, which is Sheena shows up. And Lisa takes some time to uh, sort of bend her ear about, listen, uh, Dana says that you're having some trouble fitting in. And, like, you know, I think, like, maybe that's because of you. And, like, you should make more of an effort, you know, when you work with someone. So, well, you know. and, and Sheena's first response is, uh, wow, I can't believe Dana, like, snitches get snitches, basically. But uh, so when confronted by this is, like, Lisa's like, are you sure it's not because of Max and sort of a jealousy thing? And then Sheena goes, oh, my God, I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm not jealous at all. It's and first so, of, it's and, so and not first a jealousy all, thing. First of all, they're not dating. They're just hooking up. And even if they were, I'm not, je- I'm not jealous. It's just Max and I are just really good friends. We're best we're friends. We're just best friends. I don't want to lose best another friend. best friend. It's He's not about friend. jealousy. It's not. And she just basically says, it's not about jealousy. It's about vibes. I just but don't she vibe says, with her. She says, not jealous. And you know this is this is editing, so you know it's kind of like an ellipse between each of these not jealous moments. But God knows how long she was talking. But we see her say I, it's not a jealousy thing, probably a dozen times. And then she starts crying as she's saying that she's not jealous or threatened by Dana at right, all. Right, right. Driving the point home that she's like, she's not jealous. And then it cuts away to like another quick scene of something else. And then they come back, and Sheena's talking to the girls doing signs, and she's still fucking going on about how she's not jealous of Dana. Well, and she's actually also getting mad at the people there, including Brett, being like, stop trying to make me and Dana happen. She's like, stop telling me what to do, or stop telling me what, what I should... I have to do everything in my own time, okay? Like, everyone's just trying to force me to be friends with Dana, and like, I'm not jealous, but I don't want to be your friend. Like, I just need to... Sheena continues to be... Head and shoulders, like the most cringe person on this show. It's just, it's uncanny. It's, it's incredible. Like there are other people that are annoying and messy, but like nobody reaches the level of like, like that the the humor of like brutal I at least br- social atrocity. Feel like sympathy for Kristen, but Sheena, I'm always just like, get off my screen. Uh, and this at this little sign making gathering, once uh, Lisa releases Sheena, we also get this little. Uh, the plot hatched where Raquel's like, Oh, uh, actually I invited Dana to like get her hair done with all of us with my hairstylist tomorrow. And Sheena's like, well that can't fucking happen basically. So, uh, we, we see Dana relaying that like Raquel, uh, the algorithm sends her a text being like, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Dana. (laughs) Um, I, uh, they can actually only do, uh, three, three hair cuts. Um, and so you can't do it. Enjoy pride. Um, or (laughs) see see you at pride. Uh, which, you know, of course Dana sees through immediately. Any, any woman watching this show, even without the setup is like, uh, yeah, I fucking know what that is. 
uh, we get, uh, another another visitor shows up at uh, Villa Rosa, and it's uh, it's Ariana, who of course is not there to make signs because she doesn't have a job, but uh, she will by the end of this because she she shows up and just uh, starts having a, a a sort of like a therapy session with Lisa about her ongoing struggles with depression. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, and as Ariana essentially said, like I've been feeling depressed for I don't know years now, and I thought it was just the shitty apartment I was living in with, San- with Tom. And then we bought it, our dream house together. And I'm still depressed. And I, and I leave the bed once a day, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's depression. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. And, you know, and she's talking about it in a fairly astute way, which is I thought it was situational. Now I've realized that it's not. And I think a lot of people, you know, have to kind of come to... They think it's like, you know, it's my and of environment. Course, but uh, Lisa's it's like, actually capitalism. Lisa's like, you know, I went through a hard time last year because, you know, my brother's suicide and... Ariana says, like, you know, that used to be something that I thought was so far away from a realm of possibility. But lately I've just been, like, thinking of driving my car and just, like, what if I drove this off a cliff or into the oncoming lane of traffic? Which I got to say, Ariana, anyone who's driven a car has had that fun fantasy. I know. Come I was on. like, I was it's like, just a fun little game no you do one, with yourself no when you're driving. No one has ever, you know, been on the highway and been like, yeah, I wonder what would happen. What or or <laughs> waiting for the train, being like, damn, wonder what would happen. This is a fun little game you play with your. Look. Times were tough growing up. We had to make little <laughs> jokes out of things. We had to make little jokes about driving our car into oncoming traffic or off a cliff. This is a uh, this is a, a, a deep cut reference, by the way. <laughs> Times were tough. Times were tough. We had to, we make, had to make little, little jokes, jokes. <laughs> out of our car. <laughs> um, so yeah, but Ariana having suicidal ideation, not great, folks. Not great. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, just you know, get actual go to actual therapy yeah don't, don't talk to your former boss about shit like yeah this, you know? oh and the the upshot is that uh ariana is kind of like well obviously i don't need a job but like maybe it would be good for me to take like a couple shifts a week at sir just to like have something driving me out of bed and lisa's like you know what i think that's a great idea so i guess we're gonna see ariana back at sir um, you know, I, I definitely won't suggest it's just about um, getting more screen time because that would be really cynical. Uh, but F- folks, not good. No, very bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we um, uh, we get to actual the, the day of pride, and uh, oh, and Lala says something about um, I asked the drag queen if I could be in drag, and she and the drag queen said that you can do bio drag. Which is a concept I haven't heard of, and I'm going to play a little game with it right now called, is it okay? (laughs) Is it problematic? Is it problematic? Is it, though? I don't know. So the game is you just ask. I'm just asking a question. Because I'm not even going to bother. I'm not going to even try that's, to that's, figure out if it's okay my, or that's not. That's my brand on Twitter. Like, I'm always just, you know, I'm just asking the question. You can't get mad at me. Um, it, Will, I'm, I'm a RuPaul watcher, so I'm, you know, I, I have an authority, I'm a th- an authority to speak on this. Never heard of bio drag. Um, but, but essentially bio drag is, is when you are a cis a woman, cis woman who puts on the hair and wigs and makeup to look essentially like you are in drag. Yeah. Is it okay? <laughs> we, yeah. Jury is out on that is one. It? folks. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now let's get to the good stuff. Because this episode finally, finally sees some screen time and a plot line for 
for DJ James Kennedy. Bring back White Kanye. He's back, he's back baby. He's back, baby. And he's better than ever. He's better and more sober than he's ever been. His beats are more powerful, honestly. They're oh, too powerful, I would say. Yeah. If, um, if they could harness the energy from those those beats, um, they, oh. they, they could, um, you know, fuel the whole whole state of California. They could cure us all of this awful plague that's destroying well, we'll, our nation. We'll get there. Uh, Catherine, uh, would you like to uh, remind people what the text-based art in uh, Rick Hell and James's apartment is? Oh, yeah. I feel like I always clock the text-based art, you know, because... Like p- the people talking are always so boring that I start to kind of scan the background, and they have one of those little, uh, like letter boards where you know you can like put little fun messages on it, and they just put "summer is here," and just I was like, "Damn!" Well, you know what? You, you, when you live in Southern California, it can be hard to keep track of the seasons. Well, yeah, you know, you, know, you don't want to wear like your puffer coat outside accidentally. You know, if it's July, you got to remember that it's summer. It reminded me of kind of like if you work at the DMV, like someone has to turn like the number sign every day to be like, it is Wednesday, March 27th. <laughs> um, and then we find out that uh, uh, as, as the season began, uh, James and Lala had uh, sort of reconciled, but James is suck his foot in it once again. by Imme- ma- Almost immediately. By making a joke about it, one of my favorite things that happened in like the... Intervening. In, in the like in, in between seasons of the show, which is 50 Cent absolutely smoking Randall. Bodying on Because, okay, folks. You're like, where's my money? So the thing is, folks, 50 Cent is like one of the greatest trolls of all time. He really Like he started incredible. like, you know, like dissing rappers and everything. But like when 50 Cent comes for you on social media, like kill yourself. It's over. But like don't even try to reply. Well, and I kind of never saw where this ended up. But like it was an unsatisfying conclusion. But it was so funny to like, follow in the moment. Because 50 just kept hitting Randall. Randall had produced something that 50 was in or we worked together. And then 50 was just like, where, where's my money? Yeah, like, he Randall claimed he owed him like, him like like tens fi- of thousands of like dollars, like fifty or grand yeah, or something. Fifty grand. And Randall tried to like weakly respond, like once, yeah, like, "Hey, fifty, we're still friends, bud. What, what's the problem?" And fifty just again bodied him, annihilated him. Yeah. So, so Lala apparently angry because James made a joke about where's my money on uh, Instagram, and uh, for a rarity, like it was actually a good joke because <laughs> that whole thing is remains funny. But Lala was like, uh, "Yeah, I didn't think it was funny." Uh, then we get uh, a hilarious scene of uh, Jack. Of, of like, so they, they start at <laughs> Sir, and it's like they're understaffed for like the busiest day of the year. Yeah. And Jax is just sitting at the bar, sullenly looking at his phone, and like everyone else is in like a lifeguard costume or like rainbow everything. He's just Jax wearing is just, just like a black t-shirt, t-shirt. Like, like an old gym, like a barstool sports t-shirt. Yeah, basically. Uh, probably. Bar, bar, He's a big barstool guy. Barstool pride. Saturdays <laughs> are for the boys. Yeah, barstool uh, definitely screen screams pride yeah. to me and he's just sitting there and like they're like uh danica who's the manager is just like uh jack's like we're gonna need you to get behind the bar no he's she's like could you help him set up like the other bartender and jack just goes no i don't do that i yeah. don't set up well and you know to his credit she doesn't push him on it so you know and, you know well and then they're like uh jack's like we, we need you to step behind the bar today you know that right and he's like yeah i know until one, and then I am out of here <laughs> at the crack of one, at the, on the dot. Will not to be doing anything more. So Jax is, of course, definitely really in the spirit of oh uh, yeah, uh, pride. He's psyched. Um, let's see, and then and then. Well, so and we we later on see 
this this big man or trying to order a strawberry a strawberry teeny and jacks is like are you serious like on pride he's basically just like i'm not again because if we one of my favorite things about jacks is that when he does now more and more rarely work the bar he is not making uh complicated drinks at all he's just trying to shots he's just trying to pour shots really that's it so then uh james kennedy shows up at tom tom they have an official dj booth for him which is uh, harked (laughs) back to one of the funniest things last season where they made uh james kennedy like dj out of a fucking broom closet (laughs) and he was like kind of like half a a little window and he's like like like, reaching his arm out like getting the the massive beats going like he was just it was hilarious um but you know what though here's the thing dj james kennedy is a turn up it can't be denied his beats are unparalleled yes he may be a vicious drunk and an unstable person although he claims to be sober well we'll get into that uh it is rude to everyone but his he brings people out when that james kennedy set starts people are fucking feeling it they're buying drinks they're happy Mm -hmm. hello martin hello i'm marty hello martin I wish you could see this, listener. <laughs> he looks so good. He's such a good boy. He's such a good boy. So uh, then uh, Dana reintroduces herself to Jax at the Sir Bar. And they had met l- oh last my season. God. And J- Jax, of course, is just like, doesn't. He's like, oh, nice to meet you or well, whatever. And he does like, like you can see his face change. Just like, I, I need to uh, make my face stone. Like not betray any, um, uh, you know, arousal or anything. Yeah. And then he says like, in the, in his one-on-one interview, he go, oh hello, hello. Sorry, sorry, listeners. That's just the cat. He's, he's just, just such a good very boy. Good. He's a good boy. Very good. He's doing the head thing where he puts his head on my leg. I know. Anyway, Jack says in the one-on-one interviews uh, of Dana, not really my type. Not into blondes. Yeah, I wouldn't approach her. And it's just like, yeah, like oh, she's she's trash. She's fucking ugly. So oh, she. He doesn't he say, say that. He's just but like, like that's the implication. He just says she's not my type. Oh, and this is all, you pointed this out. Uh, do you remember what Jax's T-shirt says? Uh, yeah, it's not the Barstool T-shirt. He has wearing a T-shirt that says "All Saints." Every saint has a past, which I love because it's an explicit reference to Saint Augustine. Folks, how many of y'all have read Confessions? <laughs> he stole pears, folks. He fucked a lot. He fucked a lot. Actually, Jax may be a saint, an Augustine-like figure if he ever has a real, genuine come-to-Jesus moment. Well, we'll have to watch and see. And you better believe this podcast will be here for it. Um, and, of course, uh, him talking about how he, he hates blondes because, you know, he's engaged to a brunette. They just, you know, play back. Like, a I think, parade. I think almost every girl he's been hooking up with on the show has been blonde. So, you know. So, DJ James Classic Kennedy. Classic Jax. DJ James Kennedy is turning Tom Tom the fuck up. But, you know, a question hangs over it. Like, you know, does he have a drinking and addiction problem? To which I say, if being addicted to massive beats is wrong, then I don't want to be right. And honestly, I think he should be allowed to do whatever <laughs> drinking and drugging he needs <laughs> to create good art. I mean, to create worthwhile, like, look great at, look art. Look at the best artists, you know, throughout uh, time. You know, some of them have been stinking drug addicts. Could they have done their genius work without, uh, you know, substance abuse problems? I mean, uh, could they have pressed play on a on a, on a, on a <laughs> Could on they on have hooked iPod? up with Oxcord? Yeah. Uh, also, if if uh, cloud chasing is is an addiction, send all these people to rehab. Send them to fucking jail. <laughs> send, send me to no rehab. more coddling these cloud chasers, in my opinion. Uh, but the addiction thing comes up because 
you know, it's been the stage has been set that Lala is, you know, already or James is already on thin ice with Lala. And then she shows up to Tom Tom with uh, Stasi and someone else. And James approaches being like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? He's he's looking to squash the beef. And so they they go out. To her credit, Lala allows him to squash the beef. But while they're speaking, Max just slips James like, you know, a seltzer with a lemon in it. Well, he had we had heard him order a drink. But all I heard, I wasn't watching very closely, was like with with a hint of lime. Yeah. It's a car. It's a, it looks like a, a, you know, it looks like a drink. And drink. then Lala's like, okay, like you're not drinking. Let me have a sip of your drink. Cause she's he, drinking like a Coke. And then like James, like, Oh, let me have a drink of yours. And she's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Here you go. And he does. And he does. And he's like, she's like, now nah, let me get a sip of yours. And he's like, nah. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha. He's well, deaf. But here's the thing. Then there's this whole thing with like Raquel where like, he's like, he's like, babe, you got to see the beginning of my set. You got to see, you got to see me burning it down the club. It's like the Hacienda, you know? Uh, and then she's like, oh, okay, Jane, okay, Jane, I, just, I think I had to work. And then, like, she misses. Well, she's in, the be- she's in the parade. She's in the actual parade and, like, misses the beginning of his set. And then he immediately gets on the phone, again, very not drunkly, being like, where the fuck are you? You told you be being my, my fucking set. set. Oh. And then she comes back and he's like, this way. I was just, I was just sorry. So I was so sorry about the things I said. I just was angry about my set. I don't know. Definitely, I just, I just, definitely sober. I just love you so much. I and he's wearing, he's so wearing much. a visor, like a lifeguard visor. I guess him and Raquel are supposed to be like a theme because she's wearing a swimsuit and goggles. But like his like kind of curly hair. We love costumes on this show. We yeah, love it. We're adults. Uh, his curly hair stretching over his his visor just looks like one of those like like novelty caps from the 90s which was a visor but like had fake like guy fieri hair on top like that's what it looks classic, like classic 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 fit we're actually both so, wearing one of those right now so obviously like this episode is taking place during the west hollywood pride parade pride day busiest day of the year for like all those bars up and down that strip you know everyone is out for a massive parade they're partying they're packed into the bars they're part they're partying for you know uh, gay rights and you know when Catherine and I were watching this it, it is surreal to watch this under our current context because it was just like this all just seems like a bygone era truly of like hundreds of people crammed into a fucking they bar they are body to body and sir and tom just tom. sweating spitting on each other well, and their feet the toms are sharing each other drinks They're feeding shots to people which is something even you know on previous seasons i've been like that that has to be a health code violation yeah now just, you know i'm like oh uh, is someone here patient zero? everyone's just drinking out of the same fucking bottle they're sharing cups and straws and just and then we get and then jacks like cuts his hand and it oh bleeds all over the God. fucking glassware or like in the ice or something yeah it's all and disgusting what, what does he do he pulls his hand away and just runs or like dashes some Jack Daniels on it. Disgusting. Like a, just a, a food safety. West king. Hollywood Health Department. I hope you're watching this. Yes. Um. So then, basically, Raquel. Oh, this is the beginning of James's set. Then shows up for the rest of it and just hangs out there while she's missing her shift at an already understaffed sir. Yes. And then shows up late. And we get to see manager Peter. Oh, but but before that, uh, James blows up her spot. James oh, yeah. Is, James is talking to Lisa and mentions, like, Raquel is here. And Lisa's like, no, she's not. She's she's working. And James is like, 
uh, no, she's she's definitely here. And Lisa's, they have this like whole back and forth about like, no, she's on the schedule. And James is like, no, she's not. And again, like James would fucking know. And yeah, Lisa's like, nope, uh-huh, she's definitely supposed to be working. So then uh, Raquel shows up at Sir and Peter, hours late. Yeah, Peter is just like. We needed you hours ago. Like I could, like don't don't tell you you're gonna do a shift tonight. He's like, actually, yeah. She offers to stay late, but he's like, no, like that's not. Yeah, we needed you before. He's actually the, like but, doing good manager. But mode. James shows up with her. Oh, so good. And then just says as she's getting like you know, really you know about to be reamed, shit out, reamed yeah. on by Peter. He just goes, hey, love, just want to make clear here. Uh, this isn't me. I don't want to get in between this. I'm out. Oh, and then like thanks him for the opportunity yeah, yeah, to like yeah, DJ. Exactly. It was so. So good how he was like, Just, uh, by, by the way, like, that's that's not me. Like, don't associate that's not me. It's her, her acting up. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. So uh, good. Peace, peace, Peter. Bye, Just Raquel. immediately, like, leaves her to fend for herself. So basically, yeah, this whole episode, is, especially the pride scenes, is so funny to watch under, you know, virus quarantine. I know. This is just like... It's like I brought up that meme, like, hey, remember places? Yeah. You know, and it's just like a, like a picture of a mall. And yeah, so just watching... Like, I haven't been to a bar in, like, you know, three three weeks or God knows how long. I know, and my hands are shaking. Ha ha! <laughs> 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 it's great. Well, because, you know, obviously we were um, very responsible about social distancing quite early because uh, we're we're good people. Uh, here's one thing I hope never to see at a bar if I ever go to one again. If if it's a decision between never going to a bar again or experiencing this, I'm going to I'm going to choose the former. I would rather walk into like an isolation ward of a hospital right now and lick every doorknob than walk into any room and see Sheena on top of the bar doing an acapella version of her of her single Good as Gold. Her non-hit single. I cannot stress how bad a singer Sheena is. I mean, she's I, she's not on And yes, I know we did lay Miz at the beginning of the show, but it was just uh, we were better than her, honestly. Well, and I wouldn't I wouldn't take our show on the road. Um yeah. like I'm I'm not I'm not saying like, yeah, I'm trying to be a pop star. Yeah. She's just standing on top of the bar in the most embarrassing way possible going, God as God. Guys, yeah, guys. And <laughs> every everyone's uh, phones are up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because no one wants to miss this artistry. And yeah, exactly. And then hilariously, uh, right after she she gets down, she zeroes in on Dana uh, and like tries, to, you know, is pulling her out back. Oh God, they have to the, they have to the a, famous they have smoking another, spot. They have another woman to woman. But I was like, oh, she's pulling her aside because she noticed Dana was the only one not vibing with good as gold. And she yeah. was like, we yeah. need to talk. So they have they have a, a conversation outside where like Sheena's hitting her asthma inhaler or something, and then she's just like. Just, oh, sh- oh I, she's like, I'm about to have a panic attack. She's, then, like, she's like, I just want to be clear again. I'm not threatened by you or jealous of you. And then Dana was like, are you 34 or 16? Which I thought was excellent a, gr- a line. great line. And I got to say, Dana is of the new people winning me over the most based purely on how under the skin and how purely she is making Sheena just embarrass herself over and over Without again. Without really working that hard at yeah. it. All she has to do is exist. And Sheena's like and incensed she, by she, it. She like, she, all she does is just slightly stand up and Sheena cracks entirely oh and starts my God. crying and goes, I just I just want to know what are your intentions? And like, I'm just under a lot of stress right now. I'm freezing my eggs. Oh my God, the <laughs> egg freezing. And she goes on, she's like, you know, you just came in so strong and like now all my friends are hanging out with you and not me. And I'm like, what are your intentions? Again. What, what are why we could do it? my eggs uh, again feels like something you should take up with your friends yeah like exactly. why don't they want to yeah. hang out with you it's not dana's fault 
Uh, but yeah, she totally, totally cracked. Like the conversation did not go how uh, she was obviously expecting. So I guess like the, the only other detail is that um, some some very thirsty cop gives Lisa like a, a piggyback ride into Sir. Yeah, and then also Cause Sheena because she, she had broken a toe. Yeah, uh, but then Sheena. Uh, was also I don't know if it was the same cop, but it was also, the same cop. But also on that cop, so maybe he was just like a sexy cop. He was just, no, he was he was an actual LA Sheriff's Department. But the way Sheena kind of dismounts, like he bends bends over. She he, she gets ass juice all over his big bald head. <laughs> and she really kind of like grinds her way off. She does not dismount quickly. She she's kind of gyrating. It made me very uncomfortable. She, she leaves a snail trail down the back <laughs> oh, of his big bald head. And I was like, this is more than he signed. Like he did not consent to quite this. Um, well, uh, that's our Sheena. That takes us to the end of these three episodes, and we get a preview of next week's episode. Or we'll we'll do it soon. I'm really looking forward to it because it's about all about the blow up over Jackson Brittany's intensely homophobic pastor that's going to be doing Cannot their wedding. Wait, it's clearly going to like and from the preview, it's all anyone talks about. And basically every character and everyone turns on them. Yeah, every character as they should. Every character has it out. And uh, would you believe it? They both seem incredibly defensive and it, particularly in Jax's place, unapologetic. By the way, uh, following Jax on Twitter now is great because like ev- uh, pretty much every one of his posts, he ends with the praying and crucifix emoji. Yeah. So like he's definitely on that. Like, he's a man of God. That Jesus tip now. Yeah. Or like that, the, the, the self-righteousness that can only come from a Christian who spent an entire life sinning before they, the Protestant <laughs> mindset of being like, well, no, he's, he's definitely even, they're in even. That's Protestant. That is Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's not Catholic is Protestant. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. No, that, that I have a personal relationship with Jesus. Nothing I've done in the past or will do in the future matters because as long as I'm just right with Jesus, I got me some Jesus. Well, yeah, it the, just he's, doesn't I mean, he's matter. been forgiven and now he tweets the cross all these times. So, like, you know, who's to say that he's not? So that is that is your your Vander Pod. Welcome back. This was fun. This yeah, fun. we're gonna do it again soon because we're we're not going anywhere. We're 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 coping quite well with yeah. this crisis, and I hope you will uh, cope well along with us and enjoy uh, spending some time with us. Join us for the ride. I mean that sincerely. I think it's I think it's good to you know give people are going crazy. It's a, to the extent that any of this is a parasocial relationship. I think now that it can actually be beneficial because you know people want to hang out with friends or just you know yeah it's, a, it's th- like you guys are hanging out with us right now and you know neither of us are wearing pants and it's just fine you know no one's commenting on it it's not a big deal can we go out with your remix of uh do you hear the people sing what, are, what do you mean my remix do you hear the people oh, yeah, vibe yeah. vibing do you hear the people vibe no that's not you're fucking me up okay. um it's uh uh fuck it's it comes later. Can you can you edit this out? Look down. No. Look down. Uh, it's vibes that you are getting. No, okay. What is it? Um, I vi- when the beating there of I- your vibes echoes the vibing of the drums. There is a vibe about to start when tomorrow comes. Thank you. Yeah, that's fire. Thank you. That's yeah. That's, that's beautiful. That's a hot track. Uh, the 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 white Kanye remix coming to you very soon. That's fire. Uh, until next time. Until next time. Thank you, Will, for for being my guest. We're gonna have a fire guest next time. Um, you know, when my uh my other boyfriend is actually coming to quarantine with us. 
Um, I, wait, this is the first time hearing about this. Yeah, you know, my, my Pilates instructor kind of doesn't really have a place to stay right now. Well, He's you know, it's important to stay active during... I know. know, I know. Like, I'm really looking forward to getting some private sessions in. So I just, I, you know, I just said, like... He could take the bed, obviously, and you would take the couch. That's fine with me. I've got Switch. I got, right. my, I got my Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Great. I got Pokemon Sword now. You're, you're playing the baby game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, playing, I'm playing the animal baby game. Until anyway. then, Bye. Every, everyone stay safe. Stay sane. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.